Many of you, I'm sure, are familiar with that inspirational poem, the little story, uh, Footprints in the Sand. You know how it goes. The, the guy looks back on his life, and he's there with Jesus, and he says, Jesus, you know, there were so many times when uh, I needed a friend, and as I look back on my life, I see that you're, you're with me, but in these times when I, needed, when I needed a friend the most, I noticed that there's only those one set of footprints in the sand, and most of you know how that story ends, as we're most familiar with it. Jesus says, where, where you see one set of footprints, that is where I carried you. Praise God. Amen. I like the alternative ending where it says, Jesus tells the man, where you see one set of footprints is where I carried you. And that long groove over there is where I had to drag you kicking and screaming sometimes. <laughs> Life is like that, isn't it? Life can be so much like that. Sisters and brothers, I'll, I'll be very honest with you just to sort of get our time together. I'm, uh, you're going to find this a shock for some of you, but I'm sort of at a loss of words. Uh, it's true. Amen, somebody says. All right. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm going to find them. <laughs> um, we're in 36 days, right? 36 days, we are going to celebrate Emmanuel, God is with us. Now, all the stuff you do beforehand, that's just getting ready for the season. But on that day when we all gather and we have the Christ candle as that reminder and, and we're singing joy to the world and we're singing Emmanuel, what we are declaring is that God is with us. Amen. Now, I give you that as a reminder because I believe that that is the most important message that we have as the body of Christ. I have come to believe, I have been convicted that that is our most treasured message, that God is with us because God cares for us, because God loves us, because God is merciful, God is patient, God is forgiving. All those things we've learned about God, we see it proven in the fact that every single day that you and I have breath, we can be assured that the one True and living God is with us. I tell you all the time, just as much as the person sitting next to you is with you right now, so is God. God's a little more comfortable to sit with on a pew, but God is still there. And I've come to realize the most important message. Uh, Many of you know that uh, Gloria and I, we we're um, extremely involved in the Kairos prison ministry, a very meaningful, can we turn that down some, a meaningful ministry uh, that we have with our brothers who have been incarcerated. And if you don't know how our Kairos weekend works, it's very simple. There's a whole lot of talks that go on about mm-hmm. basic things about the Christian life. If you're familiar with an Emmaus walk weekend, it's kind of like that. But there's this one particular talk that's given, and it seems to be the moment when things begin to make a turn in a very real way. And the title of that talk is, You Are Not Alone. I've preached that talk. I've heard that talk given in that situation. And when I see those words come to the ears and to the heart of men who have been told all their lives, you're on your own. God does something in a powerful way. And what I'm convinced of, sisters and brothers, is that that's not just a message for uh, 
those gentlemen that I've seen, it's a message for every single one of us. Because there are these moments that we have when we feel, we wonder if maybe we are here all alone. Because sometimes it sure feels like it. But the best of it is, God is with us. I don't want you to leave here today without hearing those words, not just up here, but in here. I don't want you to be able to leave today and have any doubt that God is with us. That is, we have come to learn and trust the most about God. So I want you to realize that this is the most important message we have as believers, as Christians of Christ, that nobody can take that message away from us. Nobody can make that untrue for us because it's our message that comes to us with his own life. Y'all with me? most important message we have. But I also don't want you to hear me say this. It's the most important message we need as well. <coughs> now, when you have it, it's yours. It's something you remember. It's something you take with you. It's something that encourages you. It's something that brings uh, a, a, a light into those dark moments that you might have. It's something that is yours. But then we have to realize that God's not only given the message for us to have, but God has given us that message to give. Yesterday was a busy day for Kelsey, amen? I don't mean like Kelsey, the people, the two Kelseys we had, but like our church, right? Although I'm sure you both were busy as well, don't honey. So in the morning we had a food pantry and we got to see a lot of people there, so a lot of people we know, some that were just learning, and then right after that we had waffles and some guy in a red outfit, Amen. Uh, I had charge conference at the same time. We got to go to a meeting. It was actually it wasn't too bad. It was okay. And then in the afternoon, Gloria and I went to a, a sort of impromptu prayer vigil. Uh, this prayer vigil was at one of our high schools here in town. And, and, I, and I say that word on purpose, one of our high schools, because here's, here's something I've heard is, uh, well, they sure have a problem over there at that high school. So in the last two weeks at that high school, uh, there have been two young people who have taken their lives. I don't know what to say. And we've talked about it before, haven't we? We've talked about this isn't anything new. And the reason why I say the word our community is because those kids over there are our kids too. This is our community. I don't care if you're once a buck, always a buck. <laughs> this is still our community, right? And so there's something going on, sisters and brothers. And I don't, please don't misunderstand what I'm trying to tell you today. I'm not trying to tell you, just listen up, and I'm going to give you all the answers right now. I don't have all those answers. I, I, I do have a message, though. I think we all have the message, and that's the point I want you to to take with you as well, because uh, the problems and the issues that those young people are dealing with at that school over there, I guarantee you, they're dealing with in the schools that you're familiar with. I guarantee you, they're dealing with in your neighborhoods. I guarantee you, in the circles that you are with, something is happening. And I am sure that it breaks God's heart. 
And what I'm praying and what I'm hoping is that it also breaks our heart as well. Not only is this the most important message we have, I think it's the most important message we, we need. I was, <laughs> I'll just be real, I was, uh, there, was, there was a few pastors who were there and they were praying. And, um, and you know what, pastors, God bless them, amen? But sometimes these pastors, you know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you, you guys don't know because you have me, but I'm saying you're like, you know, y'all with me? Sometimes we, um, sometimes we don't like to admit that we don't know what to say. Sometimes we don't like to admit that we don't have all the answers. And I kind of heard that praying uh, pastors that were given. But then at the end, actually, it was the principal of the school. And uh, I think you should be thankful that there are people in our community like her. Uh, she's not a pastor, but uh, she's a, you could tell she's someone who believes in God. She said these words. She said, God, you are the holy comforter. We don't know how to comfort our kids right now. We don't have the words to comfort them, so give us the words. Right? No, no uh, big churchy words there, no big religious themes. It was, a, it was a, a sincere prayer. God, we don't know what to do, and we need you. What does the church, what does the church have to do in a time like this? I think at the very the very least, we have to realize that we have a message. That message is God is with us. Now, that's not a message we go and we beat people over the heads with. That's a message that we go and we tell them, you better believe it, or if not, you're in trouble. That's not how it works. But it's an underlining assumption that we have that when we go out into our communities, when we see the people who are facing all these kinds of things, it is what is reminding us that there can still be hope in these kinds of times and situations. You heard it. Galatians says that we are to bear one another's burden. But how can we bear their burdens if we don't even get close enough to find out? How can we carry each other if we're not even willing to get close enough to know their name? I think we have a reminder before us, sisters and brothers, that we have a lot of work to do. And I'm not telling you that after today that we're, we're going to be ready to go solve all the world's problems and everybody's going to come to us going to be able to, to change everybody's perception and change everybody's uh, sad times and happy times. This is not a TV show. It's not how it works. But Galatians also tells us this. Let us not grow weary in doing what is right. For we will reap a harvest time if we do not give up. So then, whenever we have an opportunity, let us work for the good of all. My prayer has been um, that God would remind me of where my opportunity is to do good. To do good for the world around me, to do good for my neighborhood, to do good for that school that I can just about see from my house that is suffering in a very real way. That my kids go to. That God would also help me to 
to see the opportunities that I have to see the needs in other people all around me. And what I'm hoping you will do is join me in that prayer. I'm going to tell you this. Uh, I don't want you to be unaware. I don't want you to be ill-informed, sisters and brothers. When you turn your eyes towards other people, you're going to have to take your eyes off yourself a little bit. We're going to have to trust God a little more because when you take your eyes off yourself, sometimes it is, well, who's going to take care of me? But what is our promise? There's the answer to your question. I'm hoping you'll join me in praying for God to show us where the opportunities are that we can see the needs of other people and respond. And you might think, man, I thought this was a baptism Sunday. What's going on here? But I want to remind you of something. In just a few minutes, a young life is going to come before you. And that young life, that family is going to come forward and they're going to say that this is what we believe about God. And then they're going to commit that child to live a life that is worthy of the calling that has been given to him. And when that child does that up here, you and I are supposed to do the same thing. You and I are supposed to remember, you know what, one day there was water that was poured over me. And God was calling me into the world. That's what it means, sisters and brothers. When we say God is with us, we're saying God is with us right here in these moments that we're going to be smiling. We're going to be giving thanks to God in those moments that we're so happy and so joyful. But it also reminds us that when we walk out this door and we are reminded of the, uh, of the, of the heartache of the world and of the pain and all the, all the things you hear and know about in the world, that God is still with us there. I heard a preacher say yesterday, you got to realize God's already beat us there. See, as Christians, we have this silly thought, we say things like this. Well, I'm going to go help this place, or I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go bring God to them. You can't bring God to nobody. God's already there. So may it be, sisters and brothers, that we hear that message again, that God is May it bring a smile to your face. May it renew joy in your heart and in your soul that you've lost. You've been so busy with work. You've been so worried about what's going on at home. You've been so focused on all the things that would seek to take joy away. May the reminder that God is with us take it back and prepare us then to be a people ready to be a blessing to the world. Would you say this with me? The best of it is, God is with us. The best of it is, God is with us. Now, do a little imagining with me. Think about the people you know in your life. Think about the people you work with. Think about the people that are there when you drop your kids off. You know, at the restaurant or the grocery store, think about your neighbors. 
Is there anybody? Is there any one of those people that just might need to know that God is with them too? Let's pray. Lord, we give you thanks because we have this joy that is our faith that tells us that the God of heaven and earth calls us friend and walks with us, cares about us. Thank you, Lord, because that is something that we can celebrate. It's something, God, that we know is true because we've already seen it. We've already experienced it. And we thanks, Lord, for your willing willingness to walk with us. Forgive us, God, when Forgive us, God, when we've ignored your presence or when we felt like we needed to be with somebody else instead. But free our hearts today to receive with gladness your presence with us and prepare us to be a blessing now to the world wherever we have opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks be to God.